Welcome everybody to the Social Sports Community Podcast. I'm your host Dhanush here as always. In today's episode, we are talking about the technicalities of the IPL. There are a number of technicality stuff that has to be talked about in this tournament so far as a cricket fan, as a cricket analyst, and I feel that discussing about these stuff will give us a lot more in-depth analysis of how the game is played and how the game can be bettered. So a number of instances have happened in this tournament which I in a series of episodes will be releasing and and having a discussion with Shirisha Bale who is a former cricketer himself and he has been a guy who has been in the cricketing field for nearly more than a decade. So he knows this idea of how the team adapts itself into the conditions, how the players get ready for the matches and him being a bowler he gives a great analysis on how a bowler thinks so in the first episode of this series we are talking about umran malik who has had a breakout season so far has been a really standout name 15 wickets in his name but he has been having a up down season uh, in till now in the in the 11 games that that sunrisers have played so far so i am sitting with Shreesha and we are having this amazing 15 minute discussion where we discuss on how the Umran Malik process has gone so far how he has prepared himself and how he might be have to figure out the future because it's not looking good right now uh, for him personally so he needs to do something that will better himself and how and what can make him come back to the zone that he was in in the four five matches that he played really well we are going into the roots and finding out how the change can happen so this whole discussion is amazing listen go out there and check it out enjoy this discussion you also know about it so uh, we should start off uh, let me start off uh, instead of talking about the elephant in the room which is virat kohli let us talk about the cheetah in the room which is umran malik who has been having an exceptional season so far big uh, exceptional season 15 wickets he has taken he has been like the breakout star in a in a manner for indian players in this tournament and the way he has performed this tournament uh, has been really commendable but if you see the last four matches like how he has played where uh, where unfortunately uh, sunrise hyderabad have gone on a losing streak apart from the five wicket haul where he, which he took against gujarat titans he hasn't uh, he has gone for runs in the last three matches in big way like 52 runs in four overs 48 runs in four overs and the last game against rcb he went for 25 in two and he didn't he, he wasn't able to bowl the four overs what is that shreesha you being a bowler yourself what a player goes out go, goes through during this time because he had a great peak for five six games now it has completely gone down how do you feel uh, the mindset will be for uh, umran malik and do you expect him to take a rest um certainly talking about umran malik he's been the find of the season to be very honest with you and uh, clocking 150 kilometers per hour consistently is not a joke and uh, i'm really sure uh, dale stain himself has appreciated him he's already told every international team will want a bowler like umran malik right so that's a great compliment but the, when it comes to the on ground scenario the way uh, umran malik has been handled by kane williams that shows a lot right so the way umran malik started off the tournament he he went for runs he had one wicket in the first three games as well then he started getting his rhythm back he started getting a good control of it he was bowling really good length and that's how he started picking wickets and that exceptional spell from him against um gujarat where he picked up five wickets right four out of five wickets for yorker bolt right 
so that shows he's got the control it's about the temperament how can he utilize the skill set that he has right and this shows as a player he's got the potential to prove himself unfortunately what's happening there might be some scenarios that's not in mind which might be like okay am i going to hit that pace am i going to hit the deck hard am i going to uh, look for the yorker so at times what happens you might miscalculate um, your your uh, way of preparation before a particular ball and the way you deliver might misfire right so instead of bowling a yorker you might bowl it in the slot and it goes for a six right so i think the fastest ball that he bowled rohan powell hit it even better right he hit it for a huge six so this way what happens he'll have to come down sit down with his coaches especially someone like dale stain right dale stain has played international cricket uh, for years together he's been one of the quickest he's been one of the finest not only in south africa but throughout the world right so he knows what kind of scenarios are these and at the same time he will have to understand what is the wicket condition right the matches are happening on the same number of grounds and the wickets have been deteriorated and there were um, the due factor was coming in there was no due factor at some point of time so all these things are there and he will have to keep in mind um the a couple of grounds what we have especially mumbai and pune um the boundaries are shorter on the square uh, in most of the grounds that you see right so he will have to plan because his strength has been the yorker and the short ball right probably if he misses the length and if there's a miscue also it might go for a six right he will have to come back and think okay what length do i go who is this batsman i'm going to attack right and at the same time as we always talk about the batsman's partnership the partnership with the bowlers also very into, uh, very important right who is he bowling with right is he bowling the new ball is he bowling the semi new ball is he bowling the death overs so what role is he playing so is he bowling to the set batsman is he bowling to the new batsman i i still remember the way he got out abhinav manohar in the uh, gujarat titans game he set him up the first ball he got beat and second ball he comes up bowls a full length delivery and the ball nips away and hits the uh, off stump so this was he set it up he knew exactly it's not easy for someone to move his feet at that at that um, pace so you need that bowling partnership as well you need that mindset you need that skill set to fall in place so if everything is falling in place it makes it much easier for the bowler to contribute but at that level you can't expect someone like umran malik right i'm not telling only umran malik but most of the bowlers who are going for runs um, they have the skill set it's about how they utilizing the skill set that is when the tactic comes into place right the technical aspect of it you know you have your pre season uh, off season training and all of that during the season you are only working on your skill you're brushing up your skill and you're going on continuing bowling um, into maintain your rhythm maintain your momentum and all of that you're not going to try a lot of things it's about how how were you managing the workload how are you making sure that uh, your body recovers quickly and you're ready for the game and someone like umran malik the four overs that he's bowling right they want him to bowl at that particular pace trust me it's not easy to face uh, a bowler bowling at 150 kilometers per hour uh, consistently five out of six deliveries he'll be bowling more than 150 as well probably one delivery at 145 it doesn't make any difference playing 130 km delivery and 150 km delivery it's, it's a huge difference right because the time uh, taken for the reaction from the batsman is huge right so you're not letting the batsman settle so you have to be on top of your game to play that but what happens is i mean what's happening here is that it's making the batsman's life easier because he doesn't have the control 
so how do you gain that control how do you how do you build that control over the time right so this is where the coaches come into play and tell yes this is the line in length you're going to bowl these are the set of drills we are going to do and is there any drill that he's supposed to do before a match so how is he opening up right how is his shoulders are warmed up how is his legs warmed up so all these things comes into play right and to be very honest in terms of technicality he's he's set he's really good it's just about the control part of it and i'm 100% sure he'll do good and he, i think he got about three games last year he's played about 11 games this year and when you see uh, for a state side also he's just played five t20 matches a bowler coming in as a net bowler and getting picked or getting retained rather is a huge thing just after playing three matches and i don't think he had a lot of wickets i think he had two wickets in three games from the last uh, ipl so it shows that that the franchise want to um, invest in him want to give him that um, that amount of trust and tell him yes you are a future star and i think it's okay 11 matches 15 wickets is okay but yeah if you remove that five wickets uh, innings it's only 11 matches 10 wickets right so i think he will be coming back strong so someone like having someone like dale stay in with him it will make a huge difference but in terms of technicality there's nothing to be worried about he's got an amazing run up he's got a very good hip shoulder separation and the way he's able to whip the ball he's got a very good flexible wrist as well it's just about the control of the ball i'm sure he'll be able to get there yeah you gave an amazing coaching perspective from your end and i guess uh, when when i see umran malik bowl or when i see bhuvneshwar kumar bowl who is his teammate out there when i see bhuvneshwar kumar bowl it's more like a smooth bowling action you don't feel that he is putting any effort into it but when you see umran malik coming in itself it is more like a shoaib bakhtar feel from, uh, for me when i see him he comes and gives everything uh, which he has in his body i feel the same thing with arshdeep as well in punjab both these guys uh, give everything that they have in their body and they will try to generate as much pace and as much uh, uh, the line and length that they are trying to hit uh, bowl as well and i feel uh, you pointed out an amazing uh, term out there the ability to control that is what a fast bowler like him an express pace bowler like him like no one no one his slowest ball is 140 <laughs> and that is like the peak fit that is like the the fastest delivery bhuvneshwar kumar ever bowled in his career in a way so that is that shows that uh, when you are a fast bowler you have to control your pace and i guess dale stain is the perfect man to go because uh, if you take out the the current generation or the previous generation or the last two decades of world cricket the fastest bowler you would think who had a good career it was uh, dale stain apart from that it was shon tate who had all the pace but didn't have the career like uh, like dalesen but dalesen exactly. how to exactly. control himself so that is a perfect uh, definition where you said that dalesen is the right guy and and being under his wing he will get all the uh, requirements that uh, needs to be given to him and being still 22 i guess he has lots because there have been a lot of talks in the internet uh, in the in the internet that he has to be fast track to team india and all those stuff Never. but i guess for a guy like him you have to sit back and you have to make him uh, get ready at first place because so that the moment he comes into international uh, international circuit he should be like a hand inside a glove like how jaspreet bumrah adapted into international cricket and i feel he is of the similar kind of a category and i feel that uh, a couple of years of good uh, ipl experience and uh, domestic cricket experience and uh, and the due to the gender dale stain i guess that will be enough right 100% so to be very honest with you i think 
JNK, the domestic side, right? Uh, the team that he plays for. I think their mentor is Efan Patan. So nothing like Efan Patan. I remember watching Efan Patan at the young age of 17 uh, when he was playing the under 19 World Cup, coming and ripping the ball at 130 k's per hour, the swing that he had, right? So it's um, it was wonderful to see someone like Efan Patan do that, right? So if um, I'm sure he won't be, Umran might not be able to train with Dane Stein throughout the year, right? Is, there might be a possibility, but if he has to understand what is the Indian cricket, how is it shaped? If he has to have a prolonged career as a fast bowler in India, so what is he supposed to do? Um, and I think for that, having Ifan Patan is also a handy thing, right? So that is one very important. Second thing, what happens is that I know the league around the globe, everyone wants to have the top pace. Everyone wants to go for that. And I am sure even most of the coaches will be telling them that, boss, listen, if you have four overs, even if you go for uh, 10 or 12 economy, don't worry about it. Pick up the two wickets for us. Right? So that way what happens, they have the freedom to go and express themselves. And trust me, uh, T20 is all about the batsman's game. It's about the batsman's game. There is nothing for the bowlers, right? Not everyone can be Rashid Khan, right? So, when you look at something like that, you need to understand, yes, how do I make sure I prepare for something like that? I remember Bhuneshwar telling, um, when he's bowling in tandem with um, Umran Malik, it's a disadvantage for him because he bowls slow and the batsmen are targeting him. Right, so it was more on a jovial side of it, but but what happens is that that's the truth. If Boneshwar is coming in bowling at one one twenty or one thirty or one thirty five, Umran is coming in bowling at one fifty five. The batsmen are obviously going to target Boneshwar because it's much slower, right? So at the same time, Boneshwar Kumar he's shown what he is. He's leading the pace attack for them. He's shown okay, where does he stand? How much control he has. Right? So, I still remember watching the last game. I think Buneshwar Kumar was the only economical bowler they had. Right? I think he went for less than five runs per over. So, yeah. working under such players is where Umran is going to shine. And trust me, he should not be fast-track. The simple reason being, he's still not played a Ranji Trophy match for Jammu and Kashmir. He's played one first-class game for uh, Jammu and Kashmir where he's got hit for 98 runs. Right? And apart from that, he's played three list A games, I think. Um, no, three first-class games and one list A game or something like that. I forgot the stats. So, but again, trust me. So, um, he should play a full season of Ranji Trophy, the Vijay Azare and the uh, Syed Mustakali for Jammu and Kashmir. Understand where he stands. With that experience, come back and bowl better with the IPL. See, now he's, he's a star. Any team will want to have him because it's not easy to get a bowler who can bowl at 150-155 Ks per hour ball in, right? Every ball. So, you need someone like that. And he's set as an IPL player. So, all you have to do is you have to protect him and tell, you have to make sure that he's injury-free. Uh, trust me, it's impossible to have that word uh, in the same sentence for a fast bowler. But with the NCA having best of the best um, rehab specialist and all of that, I'm sure he'll be taken good care of. At the same time, the workload management makes a very big difference because he's already played 11 games. So, I remember you asking, should he be rested? Trust me, I don't think he should be rested because the reason being, there's ample gaps between every game and I'm sure he will be having enough time for recovery. And it's not like a test match where you bowl like 10-12 overs in one session and come back and bowl again. It's about the matter of four overs. I know that is the reason why he's going in with 100% effort. right? So, he has to make sure that they have the new methodologies where the body recovery is very quick and they monitor the sleep, they monitor the eating habits and all of these things are taken care of. So, I think he should not be rested. The game practice uh, is the most important thing for any player to learn and grow. Right?
Yeah, definitely. The 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 we pretty much covered how the whole season and how the journey of Umran Manik has been and what all can be done in order to make sure it only grows up up and ahead. And uh, I guess that like how you said, the ample amount of time between two matches. And uh, one of the commentators in the earlier game said that he rests his body, he sleeps like nearly nine or ten hours a day, so that his body gets the ample amount of rest. So you know that he has been monitored twenty four seven because they know this is a very very prized uh, prodigy that they have got. Indian cricket has never seen before, and they are making sure he is kept in the best shape possible. And I feel that he will exactly. be playing the rest of the three games. Very and simple like, thing. Just just cite you an example. Jaydev Unadkar made his debut in South Africa. Okay, yeah. if I'm right, it was two thousand ten. Right. Yes. So he matured as a bowler. in the late 2016 right yep. so that took him about 6 years of domestic experience to understand what's his goal it was the same thing with kalil ahmed see how is he doing now right yeah. so this experience is what makes a difference not everyone can be someone like zaheer khan or bhuvneshwar uh, kumar or irfan patan so for you to have a longer career you need to understand You, some might be late bloomers, right? They might have the skill set. They might be able to bowl really quick and all of that. They might be having the control, but if they're not able to apply that skill set, it becomes a difficulty. So this prodigy is something which we have to protect and tell the world that yes, we are not rushing to make him debut for the team India, right? Because there are set of bowlers who are doing extremely good, and trust me, this IPL I've. I've I've watched more number of games than the all the seasons put together, purely because the bowlers are doing much better than what it was, right? I know they're still getting hit and all of that, but when you look at someone like Mohsin Khan, when you see someone like um, Arshdeep Singh, when you see someone like uh, Yashdayar cool or Kuldeep Singh or um, I forgot, um, I forgot all that from KKR, um, Chetan Sakaria. Um, yeah. Chetan Sakaria, all these people, right? So they were bowling brilliantly. They've got the control. I still remember on a Saturday evening game, uh, Gujarat versus Lucknow Giants were playing. This was last Saturday, May seventh game. I saw Moshin Khan's uh, bowling to Indrajit. Okay, Indrajit has played good number of matches for uh, Tamil Nadu. So now, when you see a batsman of his caliber, not not the T twenties at least, but IPL is a different thing altogether. But the control that he got, the last minute movement of the ball away from the right hand batsman, and the way he set him up, ask him to pull the ball and all that, it was wonderful. Right? Trust me, these are the set of people uh, who are going to be the future. Right? And uh, the scouts who are being part of every team. Every team has one of the best scouts. Right? They go for all the leagues across the domestic circuit and look for it. Look for the best set of. We'll call them for the trials. Make sure they 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 know what are the set of qualities that they have, and then they start monitoring them, and then they push them into the league. Right. So it's really nice to see the Indian fast bowling team really good. Absolutely. Uh, like I will uh, second that statement that you said. The amount of fast bowlers that have come up in the in this one edition itself, we haven't seen this much come out. And I had a, I was I was having a conversation when we were doing the mid mid season conversation with uh, Watson. He also said that the inclusion of two teams has made such an impact that some of the players we might have not known at all are getting that spotlight. The extra twenty two players bring in a lot of talent them, with themselves. So certainly this season the amount of the, the the number of teams have increased, but the the players who are unknown they have also stepped up. 
and they haven't made yeah. IPL feel like a below standard league. They have kept the standards high, and it's been an outstanding season so far. 